installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a pop culture variety show for your ear holes with sketches, music, interviews, and games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, aka Colette Prosper. I am a comedy writer and filmmaker. On this show, we talk about everything from uh, Meghan Markle's archetypes uh, postponed uh, currently due to uh, the past, the Queen's passing, uh, R.I.P. Lizzie Lilibet. Um, you might hear some drilling in the background, uh, because my neighbor is getting a fence put in. She also found a little baby cat. And so I dropped off a disposable cat litter, um, for the little baby cat. It's so small and tiny and, and really cute and fragile. Uh, almost looks like one of those like baby panda bears that you see like on YouTube, like the, the real like newborn ones, like the ones that like, um, like they kind of barely have fur on them. Anyway, today I'm going to be speaking with the wonderful, the uber talented Karen Joseph Adcock. She's worked on The Bear. She's worked on Atlanta, which is uh, premiering tomorrow, the final season. She's worked on How I Met Your Father. She's currently, I believe, working on Yellow Jackets season two. So, uh, hello. Wow. So, like, all the bomb shows. Um, and we're going to be talking about the idea of me season of, like, you know, when, like, hard work, uh, perseverance, um, all of the all of the good things uh, finally come together and, and congeal in this, like, beautiful uh, coulis or um, uh, compote like a berry compote or something. So anyway, um, she's cool. You'll meet her. Um, but first, uh, if you like the show, give it a rate or review. Uh, if you're on Apple Music, give it five stars. Why not? What do you have to lose? It's how people can find the show. And I would most appreciate it. I would come to your house. I would make a berry coolie for you. I would make uh, anything you want. Um, I'm kind of off cake and, and stuff right now, but like, um, I'd make that for you. I'd make you cookies anyway. So here we are. Um, so much has happened. Uh, yeah. Queen of England died. Um, I've had, I was, uh, not available last week, so I was not unable to post my show. Here I am. Sorry for the delay. Um, I have a great show for you next week also, um, the writer for uh, Paper Girls, one of the writers for Paper Girls will be uh, joining the show next week. Um, unfortunately, Paper Girls was recently canceled. Very unfortunate. It's a really good show and I hope that they shop it around. I hope that it gets picked up elsewhere. And, uh, and that's that. So uh, stick around for my interview with Karen Joseph Adcock. But first sketch in honor of the random cat that uh my neighbor actually found the cat in her shrub it's like a little baby cat um and 
uh, we don't know how it got there. So in honor of the cat, here is uh, Kitty Cat Daycare. Sketch. Sketch. Hello, thanks so much for the opportunity to help take care of cats. My man. Look, today's training day. Let me show you around, give you a taste of the business. Great, I love cats. But you know, I'm gonna keep it real with you. You got today, and today only, to show me who and what you're made of. Okay. I supervise five other cat care members. That's five personalities, five sets of problems. You could be number six if you act right. Okay, uh, what do you need me to do? First, to be in cat daycare, you need to like catnip. You don't like catnip? Get the fuck out of my car. Go get you a nice pussy desk job. Chasing bad checks or something, you hear me? Whoa, wait, are, are you quoting lines from Training Day? Hey, hey, you want to go to jail you want to go home? Jail, like, isn't that another line from Training Day? I didn't realize Training Day was going to be like the movie Training Day. My man! Okay, all right, all right, fine. They are lines from Training Day. But I need to know that you are serious about these cats. In the cat community, we don't see movies. You know, TV shows like Call Me Cat is too new to be iconic. So we use Training Day, basically. All right, I get it, but it's, it's really unnecessary. I just won't take care of cats. Can you just tell me how you take care of these cats without all the random quotes? Well, to take care of cats, um, uh, you gotta be a wolf to catch a wolf. Yeah, that movie quote also doesn't work. Quiet. Yes, it does. I wrote a whole manual using quotes from Training Day, so you're, you're just going to have to deal with it. Is that all right? You can just talk to me like, what kind of cat litter do you use? King Kong ain't got shit on me. Or or wait, wait. Um, Here's another one. You made the decision. Live with your decision. Ain't like I put a gun to your head. Um, no, look, all these quotes don't answer anything. Just more random quotes. You know where you're gonna end up in the gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you're headed. Pine oil heaven. Does that work? No, not at all. Well, it's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Yeah, I mean, that was a great moment in the movie. Okay, I got one. Who the fuck you think you're fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Oh, my man. All right, you're hired.
And we're back. Awesome. So let's get into my talk with writer Karen Joseph Adcock. Welcome, Karen. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hello. <laughs> it's so exciting to hear all three names. Yes. So you just go That's by me. Karen Adcock. No, all, no, all three. So you go all Joseph th- Adcock is Put my some last respect name. on your yeah. name. All three. Well, it's funny. Yes. When I, when I was younger, I was always like, why do I have two last names? That's weird. But, um, but yeah, now I really like, I think at some point I became aware of Sarah Jessica Parker. And even though yeah. that's her middle name, I guess I was like, that's cool. I like having three names. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, I'm actually three. Well, now I'm four names because um, I took my husband's name. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a three name person too. But everyone calls me by my middle name, Colette. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so that it it's so there are times where I'm like, what name did I tell them at my son's school, or what name did I tell them at like I don't know CVS, like when I'm yeah. picking up medication, like is it Colette? Is it my? Is it Jacqueline? I don't know. Oh my goodness. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, so it kind of seems like I have a person like personality disorder but I might yeah. I you know I just I don't know yet it's okay to have like a few different identities okay um, yeah I mine is always people are like oh, okay so with a hyphen and I'm like no it's just a space and it's like wait what like I think mine just confuses people yeah and honestly it was like a mistake my mom made on my birth certificate uh-huh. I was meant to have two middle names but she gave me two last names by mistake so oh, oh oops <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so big, your big middle wolves. name, your middle name was going to be Joseph. My middle name was going to be Monique Joseph, but yeah. then, and so I could have my mom's maiden name and my dad's last name. Uh-huh. But now the maiden and dad, mom and dad's last name are Joseph Adcock. So. Oh, sweet. So your dad, your dad is Joseph Adcock. Too. He took her name. My dad is. <laughs> it's so confusing. My dad is Adcock. Okay. My mom was Joseph. Yeah. And so okay. my mom yeah, so those I have mom and dad Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought um because I know another couple where they forged their names together. So I thought maybe mm-hmm. your your parents did the same. But okay, so yeah, this is what I did. I but I yes. I, I hyphenated it. Um because I was like, you know, I got to keep my name. And then they they talk to you like when you're getting your marriage license like, well, mm-hmm. your kids are going to have different names and like they they totally like they really sell you on just give up your name kind of thing. Wow, they really took yeah. you into it. Yeah. yeah. I was just in my room yesterday, actually, to, I think three of the women are married, and they're all talking about how they, like, kind of legally have their husband's names, yeah. last names, but for, like, kids, but, like, don't actually use them professionally. And uh-huh. so it's just really, that's funny that it's they kind of encourage it. Yeah, yeah, it's really... Um, you know, because there was a lot, there, there's a lot of talk about like, uh, you know, institutional norms and 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 how it's. Uh, I guess because I've been listening to a lot of Meghan Markle archetypes, mm-hmm. and so Meghan Markle has been talking about that and the idea that you know you have to take your husband's name and um, it's a sort of re- relinquishing a little bit of your of your power. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyway. Uh, I guess I did a little bit, but I kept I kept part of my name, and your mom kept kept her name. So whatever, yes, exactly. We're, we're, yeah, we're trying. We're trying out here. We're doing it. We're, we're doing it. <laughs> yes, you're do- and you are doing it, Miss Karen. Oh, you well. are doing it because you've written for The Bear, How I Met Your Father. You're also affiliated with the show currently named Hive, 
which is in the works as we speak. And former first daughter Malia Obama is involved. Very exciting. You've also worked on Atlanta, which is also affiliated with the currently named show Hive. Super cool stuff. All true. Yeah. All true. And, yeah. I, I'm also on, uh, I wrote on season two of Yellow Jackets. So. Wow. Yes. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I realized that one's not like, uh, like public yet, but what? they're shooting right now. So, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so straight killing it. Love Yellow Jackets, so good. Yeah, um, good it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I feel like Elijah Wood is gonna be. I think he's That's... just been named on the show. I don't know what he's yeah. playing. You yeah. can't tell us. What if I was like us. me? Neither. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you. You but, can't uh, tell us yeah, he's on anything. It's funny for a table read recently uh-huh for a second for a second he and i were the only people on and i was like oh, <laughs> our names are next to each other omg did he look at you with his like piercing blue eyes and like his big he blue eyes? did not because i did not turn my camera on until i had to <laughs> <laughs> do you have with that you know these kind of things do you have like a, a screensaver like i have a weird um it's one of my son's drawings of like a shark mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's my Zoom screensaver. I don't know how to um, change it. Do you have um, something like that? Do you have? I don't. Uh-huh. I don't have a. I don't have a Zoom screensaver. I only recently gave myself like a photo avatar or whatever on my Gmail. So I'm okay. Like, nice. I'm very weird about like committing to like a default photo for things. So. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a big commitment, and mm-hmm. you really have to like stand behind it because exactly. sometimes it could. Um, you know, it, it can, it can, it can mean a lot. You. It can make yes. or break you. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, so then he just saw like the big letter K, Elijah. When yeah. You, when I, you yeah. both were alone on Zoom. I think so. I also think he was just kind of actually very um, professionally like looking over his script. So yeah, yeah I'm he sure. Also, like wasn't really paying attention <laughs> to who was on. Um, he was just doing so his also job. That. Yeah, yeah, he was doing his job. There's, there's a lot of doing his job, which is like, that's, yeah, you got to do your job. Yeah. And, and this is part of the thing that we're going to be talking about, because we're going to ta- be talking about, um, you posted this uh, uh, really fun post uh, last year, and it was almost mm-hmm. like, it kind of reminded me of like those billboards last year from Twitter, where like mm-hmm. Issa Rae was like, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a TV mogul or something like that. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. she tweeted that, and then she became a TV mogul. And then, yeah. and then you posted something about me season and you had these really, this like very strong graphic with, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was a, a four, um, cutting, it was, uh, quadrants where you had, uh, you know, one, uh, four different scripts, how I met your father, uh, hive, um, Atlanta and the bear. And it's like, oh, check me out in the spring. It's me season. It's true. It's yes. You, you, so you did it. You, you, you did the sort of like Issa Rae um, Twitter billboard thing. And then you, you've written on, and then you just hit me with season two yellow jackets. I'm like, oh shit. Like just, you know, more flexing. So yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Even when I posted that, I, 
I don't know. I feel, I think I'm very superstitious about work. Cause like yeah. the, the way like the contracts and stuff work, like mm-hmm. it never feels like you have the job until you're doing the job. Yeah. And so, and then I just like, you know, so blessed and like these things I've worked on are just like all feel so good and, you know, make me feel so good. But mm-hmm. definitely that post was like a going outside of myself to be like, Hey, this was like a hard year in so many different ways. But yeah. Like, here are some things that I'm really proud of. And like, you know, Instagram is whatever, but like years from now when I look back, like I think I can allow myself to to see this kind of celebration of like my hard work and like, you know, places I've gotten. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And so that's where that came from. And I also just like loved that video of uh, Issa Rae talking about me season. Like I was just like, this yeah. is the kind of like confidence and like, assuredness that I aspire to. So Issa Rae posted her vision board and she wrote, she created like a vision board and mm-hmm. on it, um, it was all the things that have happened to her. Like, um, she was like, you know, I want to, I don't want to be 200 pounds anymore. I don't want this. I don't want that. Um, I want, you know, I want, I don't know, good sex. I want this. I want that. And it's like everything fell into place for her and and happened so that's what your post sort of also reminded me of too it was just kind of like it was very confident it 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 was like uh you know um bear like like it roar like you just came out and you you were like yo this is it check me out and so i love that and it's super cool so like what so and it is it you've been blessed with some amazing career highlights it's been a very tough three years especially um but can you talk about like what kicked everything off yeah um it's interesting it all feels like such so much like things built off of each other so Uh it's like like even the idea of like something kicking things off it's like no everything kind of like rolled into the next thing um because like i'm trying to think of like what's a good place to start but uh so like when i moved to la seven years ago now Mm -hmm. i came here for grad school um you went to lmu i went to lmu for grad school. yeah i go hiking around there oh nice it's Uh it's so beautiful around there um but they have a tv writing and producing program that Mm -hmm. i highly recommend it's a very good program yes if you know but grad school is expensive so this is not a paid advertisement (laughs) yes exactly go there go there yeah take it or leave it um Uh but i interned a lot when i was at lmu and so because of that, I ended up, I interned at, like, Amazon for a few, for, like, eight months, and, like, mm-hmm. FX, and um, NBC, like, all these different places, and I feel like that was such, like, a good foundational start for me, because, uh, you know, all the people who were assistants when I was there as an intern yeah. are now executives. Wow. Um, and so I guess when I think of, like, you know, I my first job in the industry was, or, like, real job in the industry was as a Sherwinner's assistant on BoJack Horseman. Oh, it's um, awesome. So for Raphael, Raphael, Bob Waxberg, and Walt on BoJack, um, Tuca and Birdie, and Undone. Um, Oh, that's awesome. So you know Lisa Hannawalt, too, then? I do. I do know Lisa. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Lisa's so great. Yeah. She was a really good boss. Um, But yeah, so I worked for them as a showrunner's assistant. Uh, After like a year, I got bumped up to writer's assistant. But then after that room ended, when you're a writer's assistant and the room ends, your job ends as well. and so I was doing this like kind of other random writing Instagram captions type job just to like pay the bills. Okay. And then I got an email from a woman who was an assistant when I was an intern at FX. And mm-hmm. she was like, hey, Atlanta's coming back for season three and four. 
would you want to interview to be an assistant on that? So it's like, that kind of is like what kicked things off, but also came from like work that I'd done previously. Yeah, you laid the groundwork. Yeah, it's a weird thing where it's like, you just never know what, like what you're doing now can be groundwork for something like years from now. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah, that's like kind of how it happened for me, I guess. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so someone called you and said, okay, Atlanta, um, you take the job at Atlanta, and so you're working with uh, Donald Glover, Stephen Glover, and they were like, we love you, we love you, you're you're amazing. They were like obsessed with me. No, I'm just Uh (laughs) It's like, we got to help this me season happen. Exactly. They saw the vision. Um, Yeah. No, yeah, I was the assistant on Atlanta uh, starting in 2019, uh-huh. um, back before we knew how awful the world could be. Yes. Uh, but, <laughs> well, no, I guess we were well into knowing that. Because we're, we're, we're in the Trump <laughs> era. That's true. But we didn't know how, how worse it could get. Yeah, exactly. It, we were yeah. like, man, nothing could be worse than this. Yeah, right. And um, <laughs> back in the <laughs> fall, winter of 2019. Um, yeah, it's just it's a never ending. Like, is this the bottom? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Or like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of you know when you would go swimming as a kid and you're yeah. like, I want to touch the bottom of the pool, oh. and you but you're like not good at it, so you're like, I think I'm close. I think I'm close, and just yeah. like more and more pressure. Oh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it is. And then you get you're the bends, and the that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this got sad, but anyways. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, and I was I was an assistant for them for like a while um, mm-hmm. because kind of the production of seasons three and four got really stretched out because of COVID. Yeah, and we were like right in the thick of figuring out like how do you still make TV through mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so end of twenty, around the end of twenty twenty, um, Donald had just sold a show with one of the other writer producers on Atlanta mm-hmm. Janine neighbors to mm-hmm. he sold two shows to Amazon actually actually mm-hmm. um, and for one of them Janine reached out to me and was like hey Donald and I would really like for you to staff on this show and I was like all right I'd love to um, and so that was and they had read job. you they read your work already yeah so it was it was kind of cool to get the job as the assistant Donald had to read me so wow. so he'd already read me which was really it interest like, it was like different but also like kind of awesome too in yeah. that interview process because like I'd interviewed and I knew the interview had gone well but then he reached back out and was like I'd like to read something and that was really it was like scary but awesome because it's that thing of like oh he's reading me like he doesn't just want me to be an assistant like yeah. he wants to know like my voice and like um how I write uh, that's wonderful because he was he was a yeah. writer himself he he started off as an assistant yeah exactly like so I I really respected like someone who's like kind of gone up that ladder and like knowing that like because there's some people who like hire assistants to be assistants right in the sentence and so to know that he was someone who like had like bigger intentions um was really great and so so yeah getting that call was like really awesome wow okay what did he read so he read he read uh this pilot that I wrote in like first wrote in grad school mm-hmm. called Crater Lake Addiction Center, I think it's called, or just Crater Lake maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, it's about, it's kind of like Nurse Jackie-esque. Nice. So like my, my mom is a uh, drug addiction counselor. Um, oh, wow, so, Louisiana. 
Yeah. And Ooh, so like she the, must have stories. She she really does. Um, yeah. But so the pilot itself is about a woman who is an addiction counselor, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a, a not good my mom version because this woman is yeah. like still like actively um, a drug addict herself. Nice. But like while she's like helping um, like young adults who have drug issues. And so it's a lot about like kind of like the politics of like a small like segregated town. Um, wow. But like with a woman uh, who's like, you know, kind of at the center of it, who's like trying to do good by this community when she hasn't necessarily done right by like her own family kind of stuff. Wow. Um, half, half hour comedy. Love it. it I love it. I love stories yeah. like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's, she's a complex, messy, I'm assuming black woman. Yeah. Um, exactly. In a segregate, segregated community. So, um, so these are other uh, black people that she is uh, counseling, possibly even yes. uh, I would say Central American, like a, uh, Mm-hmm. Um, Southeast Asian, maybe. So, like, you have you have other other communities as well. I'm I'm assuming, and uh, and then she has her own demons herself that she's struggling with. That sounds really cool. And and so yeah, he was just like, bet this is awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love yeah, this. I guess so I got uh, another text or email, and it was like, we'd love to have you. I think it literally the email of him saying that I was chosen he emailed you directly. Visit was yeah it was like it started off like unfortunately steven and i have chosen for you to have to stick around us a little bit longer oh because we want you to work it was like such weird wording and i was like why (laughs) why this (laughs) why why keep playing games with my heart wow exactly exactly but um but it was great and we've been best friends ever since oh that's amazing (laughs) and so okay um, so you, you forged this amazing relationship. Uh, ep, uh, season three was really cool because season three of Atlanta was all in Europe. Mm-hmm. And it, it, but then you have like the white experience in Atlanta mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing. Well, yeah. So I think the non-Europe parts were, mm-hmm. I know like one story specifically in New York. So I think it like is kind of nondescript technically like where it is but it was really was that cool the nanny point. one yeah the nanny one was like yeah yeah that was interesting yeah yeah cause yeah because I, yeah, I, I grew up in um well it, my family's Haitian but I lived um for a really long time in Brooklyn and so mm-hmm. so I, I I knew a little bit about um like training culture and mm-hmm. yeah that was that was a really good episode oh nice I'm yeah glad you, uh, I'm glad you liked it but yeah Did you ever cool get a chance for... to work on set no, I did not. I think it's interesting. The set thing as an assistant, it's always like you just like kind of never know like mm-hmm. if they'll need you or if, you know, they'll just kind of be like space for you. Yeah. Um, but the COVID of it all makes it so much more complicated. Uh-huh, the COVID like, of it all. The COVID of it all. Because like, you know, back in my day, I don't uh-huh. know what that means. Um, <laughs> you could have like kind of guests on set or like it wouldn't be as big of an ask as an yeah. assistant to be yeah. like, hey, could I go to set? Even though um, you'd be like, yeah. I wrote Crater Lake, Donald. Yeah, right. <laughs> Donald, don't the drug addiction counselor. Don't yes, forget. I'm a genius. But, yeah. You need me. Yeah, it's just it's hard with with COVID. There's just you know every extra person is more masks, more tests, all that kind of thing. So yeah. Um. So yeah, it didn't work out for me to go to set. Yeah, that and that's one, okay. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so season three, uh, Atlanta. 
that's mm -hmm. that's out in the world. Season mm -hmm. four is not out in the world, and so I guess it's it's been made already, but it's just mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. not out. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's going to be exciting. And then um, the show that it, um, is currently named Hive, mm -hmm. um, that has Malia Obama involved. Mm -hmm. um, what was that process like? Was that all on Zoom? Is there anything at all that you can share with us? I'm sure you're signed so many NDAs. I'm sure there's like, there's nothing you could share, but maybe there's a little, little bit of something that you could share about that. Um, I can share this, the little bit that mm -hmm. it was really great to work on. Yes, it was all on Zoom. Uh -huh. um, Malia and I were both staff writers on that. Um, so cool. So I, so I got to, um, I just thought of a song, My Room with the President's Daughter. Um, so yeah, so I got to meet her wow, over that Zoom was you. That. You were living that song. I was living that song. That was my Disney Channel original movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a fun room. It was a lot of people from Atlanta, from the Atlanta room. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of just like, seeing all my friends again mm -hmm. and a couple new people including Malia and yeah yeah we just wrote this this cool story based on um kind of this idea or like concept Donald had thought of and come to realize mm -hmm. um and yeah I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty wild I, I know people don't I think the trades kind of explained it as uh a show that follows a Beyonce-like figure, oh, which is so oh. vague, um, yes, and somewhat correct. But I think it's going to be really good, and people are really going to enjoy it. But it's very, it's very Donald, so it's very wild. Um, but I had a lot of fun working on it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, especially just thinking about. Um, past like classic Atlanta episodes like the mm -hmm. um the kind of like Michael Jackson figure mm -hmm. um I can't remember his name but that was Teddy like Perkins. that was yes iconic mm -hmm. so I yes yeah, so it's it's gonna be like I'm sure this like very wild pop star and uh the the misadventures that that pop star gets into yeah but maybe so maybe maybe oh my goodness oh my goodness next year I oh think. My, we'll see we'll oh my out. goodness that's yeah. so cool okay so you um so hive was that that was that was gone mm -hmm. um you worked on that you did your thing let's keep continue with the me season how i met yes. your father which is the the reboot to how i met mm -hmm. your mother it's also true. going into season two mm -hmm. um coming out sometime soon on hulu mm -hmm. was that after that was so that was after Hive. So it's like okay. Hive finished and then um, had maybe like a month or so mm -hmm. before uh, before the How I Met Your Father opportunity popped up. Yeah. Um, and that was it's funny that room was like so much longer, mm -hmm. but it was really cool because that room was or that show mm -hmm. is probably the closest I'll ever get to like how TV used to be made um, like, kind of like in the um just like the studio system i like guess multi-cam exactly so because it's like a multi-cam um you know there were a few weeks where we were just writing but then at some point shooting starts and you're still like actively writing as you're shooting mm -hmm. um but it's like this schedule this really cool schedule where like during the process of a week 
on Monday, you kind of see a run through of a script. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday, so, sorry, on Monday, there's like rehearsals for a script. On Tuesday, you see a run through of that script. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, all the writers go into a room and they do punch ups on like the jokes that didn't work or like, right. didn't land or like what felt too long, um, what needs to be fleshed out more. Now that we're like kind of see it being at now that we're seeing it being act out, acted out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they're shooting the episode. Mm-hmm. And so it like just goes like that for every single episode. And wow. so um, it's just like a really wild kind of like factory-like process that yeah. was like really cool to be a part of. Yeah, because, you know, you wrote Crater Lake. So the Crater Lake is, yes, a half-hour comedy, but it's, it has a lot of very serious, um, weighty elements to it. Atlanta mm-hmm. also is is along that same sort of line. Um, mm-hmm. How I Met Your Father is pretty like um, it's it's just a very standard comedy of you know woman young woman um, just you know out there in the dating world. I mean, there's more mm-hmm. there's more to it than yeah. that, but but at a basic level, it's it's just like a simple story about a woman's life in the in the big city. So like. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like for you where you you have to make sort of like lighter jokes you have to um you know the the kind of maybe the the things that you maybe would bring up in a writer's room it it can't Mm -hmm. be so weighty like what was Mm -hmm. it like to kind of tamper yourself down i love how like beautifully you're putting that <laughs> like very like very like carefully being like that like wasn't your speed right and it's like <laughs> well you're not wrong <laughs> I think um I did really enjoy it and there is like definitely definitely a side of my writing that is like kind of just a more straightforward comedy like yeah I guess I have like other projects that are a lot more fun <laughs> than the so one so when you're reps Donald, but when your reps yeah. um, put you out for that that job, they they used mm-hmm. a different sample. They they were like, okay, Crater yeah. Lake, we we keep that to ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna yes, put out. Exactly. Oh oh oh. Yeah okay. yeah. So that one was. It's it's funny. I don't even know if my reps have ever read Crater Lake. I oh, okay. I think they've read other stuff, but um, uh-huh. yeah. So the one they got was like you know weighty in its own sense, like about like mental health and whatever. But yeah, uh, I love that. Uh-huh. But also, but like girl moving back to her like hokey hometown and like dealing with like all the people there uh uh-huh. so yeah a little bit more fun and how i met your father was exactly that like a lot more like yes you know every episode has like an idea that we're getting across or like kind of a frustration mm-hmm. as a millennial a millennial dating a millennial with like flighty parents perhaps but ultimately it was like it's about jokes you know it's about like just being funny and having fun yeah um and that definitely was difficult for me because um, I do think I can I am like as a person like a very like jokey silly person mm-hmm. but like in writing sometimes it's harder for me personally to kind of just get the jokes off I think sometimes. yeah and like this is de- like those punch-ups were about like you know wait this joke didn't work like let's think for like you know 10 like a few minutes on like what's like a better joke and like who can like kind of just say a joke and like sometimes I can be very like slow I think yeah. when it comes to like figuring out like the exact right thing and so does it I feel like you've way, never told a joke before like in those moments oh absolutely you're just sitting there like okay I'm funny be funny be funny um maybe they uh say perhaps uh 
and you know but like nothing comes out so I mean I really respect people who there were times where I got it you know I got some jokes in there yeah but I really respect people who for whom that like comes so naturally but there was definitely one of my favorite stories to tell from that room is when we were talking about uh the episode where her mom comes in Mm -hmm. um wonderfully played by Paget um Brewster Paget Brewster yes exactly from DuckTales Um, Exactly. Famous. She killed of, it. Of DuckTales. Duck DuckTales. Amazing. Fame. Yes. Um, when we were talking about the mom episode, I had a moment where I was like, guys, what if there's a point where Sophie realizes that she doesn't like her mom and she has to contend with the fact that, like, she's supposed to love this person but truly feels nothing for her? Wow. And I remember there was a moment <laughs> of, like, silence in the room and then people were like, yeah, that's not funny. So we <laughs> probably won't do that. Maybe her mom tries oh, to no, fuck her friend. Oh, no, you went Crater Lake on them. You went Crater Lake yeah. on them. And, yeah. Exactly. It was too I fell soon. Into, I fell into a Crater Lake, and they were like, yes. no, thank you. Um, and so, so yeah, so then I was like, never mind. Maybe she's just like, da 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 like, just dance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, was, I wasn't the best at that show but I enjoyed it and I learned a lot uh, I really I had a lot of fun writing my episode for that one that's awesome but you know what you put yourself out there and you you and that's what it is is that you can't be precious you had an idea you shared it mm-hmm. and that's it you moved on and then you're like okay yes my my dark side I mm-hmm. let me let me push my dark side down a little bit I think I think the good thing about that too is like or like the it's always good to figure out like what's the lesson right Uh and so it's like I think the lesson of a moment like that is like maybe that is like an idea right an Mm -hmm. idea that someone has this issue with their parent and like uh needs to like kind of under like learn or get a new perspective on their parent in order for them to grow as a person yeah um but there's a different way to do that based on the show that you're working on so on on Crater Lake it's like (laughs) hey, I don't like my mom. How do I deal with that? But on How I Met Your Father, it's maybe like, you know, some more zany kind of situation. And then it's like, mom, maybe we like shouldn't talk for a bit. You know, it's there's different ways to kind of act out the same kind of concept. Right. Um, and we get there. And like as a room, you know, it's important to like kind of say the thing and then someone can build off of that. And then eventually we'll get to like what actually works. Right. So, okay. And that brings me to the bear because that mm-hmm. that that's a good segue because you're you're talking about um, like you know you had mentioned in the how I met your father you were talking about like the mother daughter relationship and their mm-hmm. dynamic and and the daughter might not like the mom so then now in the bear and I want to know like the or like how you got the job like all of that mm-hmm. but what was really interesting in the bear was that like you know here you have Carmi that is um very conflicted like he he had a lot to prove to his brother to his Mm -hmm. family um he you know left his his you know cushy well maybe cushy or just like very high pressured um Mm -hmm. you know high-end restaurant job to go work at um Italian beef shop in Chicago and like mm-hmm. really struggle and and then you know he comes with like his high high flutin ideas like yes chef and mm-hmm. you know everyone's just kind of like what the fuck and like yes Jeff like the the cook lady so okay yes. so yeah. yeah so that was it was an amazing show it's still it's still hot um because like 
even like I was I was listening to something I want to say that it was um, the guys behind Abbott Elementary, the okay. the executive producers. They were interviewed recently on TV's top five and the guy they were like, Oh, what are you watching on TV? He's like, Oh, I watched the whole bear. I had COVID and I watched the bear. <laughs> and nice. so like that's that's been a thing. Is that like you're stuck at home, especially mm-hmm. the summer, mm-hmm. um, watch the bear. Cause it's yeah. it's just uh it's it's very it's funny, but mm-hmm. it, and that that so so how I met your father was very light. This one was funny, but like super heavy as well, because mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. the family issues, money, and and um, you know social economic po- politics and stuff. Okay, so that that's my thing about the bear. How did you get the job? How did I get the bear? So again, yeah. that, how like, I met the bear. Rolling, how I met my father, Carmi. <laughs> um, daddy, how I met my daddy, man. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Um, Did he have his? What, what, Jeremy, what's his Jeremy, zoom? if you're listening, what's, <laughs> what's his zoom background this. like? Okay, that's so funny. I I wish I knew, honestly. Okay, um, the bear. That one is interesting because so the co-showrunner of that, Joanna Callow, yeah, um, was a producer on BoJack Horseman mm-hmm. whenever I was an assistant on it, and wow. so that was just a situation where she remembered me. Um, and reached out. I was still in the How I Met Your Father room, actually. And mm-hmm. she reached out and asked if I was working on anything. And I was like, uh, why? <laughs> and told me about the show. Like she was FBI she... or something. Like, who wants to know? Yeah. Well, my it's, it's more of me being like, definitely am. But, you know, we can see if something can be moved around. Um, yeah. And told me about the show uh, mm-hmm. and said that she, you know, just remembered me from the BoJack room and thought I'd be really into it and, you know, just want, wanted me to check it out to see if it was something I'd be into. And and then I had a f- more formal interview with her, actually, about, like, you know, writing what I'd done since BoJack um, and then ended up getting that job, working on wow. being in the bear room. Had she read your work or did she um, maybe connect you to IO, like your, your personality, your vibe? Oh, interesting. I, I'm not sure. It's like you never really know what kind of clicks for someone mm-hmm. um i know i well so she had you know heard me like kind of like pitch and like all that kind of stuff from the bojack room so i'd mm-hmm. like done that in bojack and then she did read one of my samples mm-hmm. uh, in anticipation of this uh but i think it was ultimately like she knew I think just based on the makeup of the show, mm-hmm. it's like they knew that there needed to be um, a certain makeup of the room, yeah. I would say. Uh, and I don't know, I just like worked out with like kind of my level and where I was at that I could be that person for, for the show. <laughs> you this could, might be one of those things that I don't know if we should You could put give in. them like, like seasoning, <laughs> like, well, like <Yes>. spices. <laughs> exactly. You know you, how you were that when right you're making season. When you're making a dish yes. uh, and you need uh, certain seasonings, uh, yes. yeah, the the bear was a dish that needed a little bit of what do I want to be paprika, paprika, um, some some spice, yeah. some a some heat, a little bit of heat. Yes, um, and yeah, and so by the time I came in, the so there had been a mini room for, uh-huh. for that room, so a lot of things had already been kind of. Um, 
like the pilot had already been uh, written and shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of like a layout of the season had, uh, like a loose layout of the season had kind of been thought of. So by the time I came in, it was a little bit more uh, kind of like filling in gaps, really. But it was really great because it was like, I got to like kind of enter a world that, uh, you know, the EPs at least like knew so much about. And then, um, you know, just got to like give like my own ideas and kind of like fill in fill in spaces um, and like join in that world with them as we like, you know, over a few months, like figured out the rest of the season. Yeah, because I imagine in that kind of room, you could be like, okay, well, what if he doesn't really like his brother? And then you're like, yeah, that's hilarious. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Uh, See, yeah, that that room got me. I was like, Carmi hates his family. And they're like, yes, Yes. (laughs) more of that. Yeah, it's funny. Paprika. Being in... Uh, not to turn this into therapy, but yes. like, I, in the past few years, have had, like, kind of my own issues with my own older brother. Yeah. And so being in that room was so, like, healing, but also really freaky. Because, yeah. like, everything we were talking about was, like, I get this on such, like, a, like, like, a guttural, like, real level. Right. And then it was kind of this weird thing where, like, once I was watching it and, like, seeing how it all played out and, like, Jeremy is just so good. Like, yeah. I just really saw and believed that, like, oh, it's all coming back. All those feelings are coming back. Um, and I think that's, like, the best. That's when, like, writing and TV is at its best, when it, like, really, it makes you, like, turn. It's like a mirror, almost. Like, you yeah. turn inward and, like, realize, like, oh, this is really making me feel something. It's really uncovering something. Yeah, no, it's really amazing. No, I, I feel you with the family. Um, I definitely have had issues with, with family members um, that's still ongoing. And yeah, it definitely um, touches on that, the show, um, especially the unresolved issue between the, the brothers, between Carmi and, and his brother, who is, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure everyone who's listen, who's listening right now has possibly seen the bear. But anyway, mm-hmm. the brother's dead. And what? so, yes, spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, and I mean, it's best show of the summer. So I'm sure that like, you know, everyone's seen it. But anyway, the brother's dead. And yeah, so he's reckoning with the, the ghost of his brother in his mm-hmm. restaurant, um, struggling to, to keep it going. His brother was a huge screw up and, um, you know, just had all these like financial issues. And, and you know, it's just getting like this isn't how Carmi would do a restaurant, but like he's just mm-hmm. kind of like um, it's it's like it's like in Fantasia when Mickey Mouse had all that water and all the buckets yeah. and, and, you know, it's just like there's yeah, nothing he could to do. Like, yeah, he's trying to like uh, just like make a masterpiece out of like all these kind of remnants that Michael's left behind. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's interesting that you call him like a screw up. Because it's true, you know, like, Michael had, like, so much kind of going on and, like, just wasn't mentally, like, kind of well enough to yeah. keep all this, all these plates spinning. Um, but at the, t- at the same time, he was such, like, a light and just, like, just that charming, like, lovable, like, that guy mm-hmm. that you just, like, know and love and, like, you just have no idea what's actually going on beneath the surface until, you know, until suddenly they're gone and, like, then it's like, wait, what was that? What was that? What did I miss? Like, what wasn't I here for? And that's like what Carmi comes home to, which is like, just, you know, it's such, I think so many people and like so many writers do their like person coming home story. Yeah. Um, Cause I think that's always like the most like personal and like 
the most like close to your heart thing you can do but I just like loved so much that this was you know the like person coming home story but there was so much more to it and just so much more like kind of like stakes and and just everything like kind of folded into to that story yeah because he was like he was coming home but it was but then he had to kind of rebuild that home. He has mm-hmm. to make it into a new home. So, um, it, it, which brings me to like the idea of like um, sh- act structure. So, like mm-hmm. you know, the show typically has like a three act structure, um, mm-hmm. and the season also has to have like some kind of like three act structure. And and I I thought that the the structure of the season was um, just really amazing just it was just so well done but like Mm -hmm. um did they know how it was going to end that it was going to like because the bear you're thinking of this kind of like a mythic thing but then at the end it's actually what the rest the new restaurant's going to be called so when you came in after Mm -hmm. the mini room did they already know and the bear's gonna be a restaurant did they do that to you did they say that to you or was it kind of like as you were going in the 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 expanded room where it was mm-hmm. like and the bear's going to be the restaurant that's so, i love this accent yes this so good uh i think i i honestly i'm trying to think before i read episode the episode 7 episode 8 did i mm-hmm. know that the new restaurant was going to be called the bear is a very good question. I knew that Michael and Carmi had a dream restaurant. There's like mm-hmm. a moment in the pilot where you see a drawing of it in the bathroom. Oh. Um, so I knew that that was a thing. But did I know that that's what it was going to be called? I'm not sure. And there's also the added element of just title-wise. Um, their last name is... I'm going to butcher it, so I'm not going to say it. Because I, I said tried to say it recently, and someone was like, I think that was like a slur. Like, you just said it to Uh-oh, Because I was like, uh-oh. it was like Berezino or something. It was like, that's not right. Brazado, I think, is their last name. Um, yeah, Brazado. Yes, yes. Yeah, but they call Carmi Bear. Uh-huh. So, or uh, Sugar, his sister calls him that. So yeah. it's, it's a, a thing where, like, Bear is in different places. Yeah. Um, you know, like, a Bear could be his... Um, his kind of uh, his anger, or you know, yeah, his like mental issues is in different places. And then, truly, until I read the finale, I don't think I even realized that the new restaurant would be called the Bear. But that's probably just my own. Like, I probably just missed that, not paying attention at some point. And then the other thing was that um, someone I follow on Twitter is Ashley Ray, and something mm-hmm. that she um, there was this thread going about um, who. Um, like shipping Sydney, the idea of, sh- mm-hmm. of shipping Sydney with one of these characters. And mm-hmm. I was saying how, and I can't remember everyone's name, but like I shipped um, her with Carmi. I shipped mm-hmm. her with the with the uh, friend working in the restaurant. Now I can't remember his name. I shipped them, uh, the baker. I, That's I, so funny. I was like, she's gonna, she could get any, she could pull any of these guys. Listen, the way that all of those character i'll say characters all of yes. those characters have chemistry with all of the rest of the characters it it makes for a really confusing like i don't know who i ship anymore because i i agree with you like i feel like any pairing maybe all of them together yeah maybe could, yes. could work out yes uh, yeah and, and that's another fun thing is that an episode of season of, two that's so fun that's that's 201 that's the first episode <laughs> 
they, you know, restaurants closed. Let's try it out. I don't know. And the bear um, is an orgy. <laughs> the bear is an orgy. Um, it's funny, the like kind of, uh, what's the opposite of fallout? The response okay. of season one is so funny, like how much people are kind of lusting after Jeremy because it's like, it is truly the most like sexless show that's ever existed. Like there's just no actual anything. Like I think Richie goes on a very tiny sliver of a date at some point and that's like it. Poor Richie, sweet baby Richie. But it's just so funny that people are like, oh, like yes, chef, like all that daddy chef stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, there was like no romance, but I don't even think I realized it until I was watching as well. And I was like, oh, that's true. We didn't do any of that. That's so nice. But but it's like because he's so passionate about what he does, Richie, um, and and I don't know they their vibe. I don't know maybe maybe it's the vibe, maybe it's the 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 food, maybe it's mm-hmm. the 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 repetition of the yes chef, and and mm-hmm. they they just they're just the tunnel vision of just you know gotta get the food out and gotta you know we have a rush a lunch rush yeah. we gotta focus. I love how- we have a show that features a man who has like a goal and passions and like an organized list and way of doing things and we're like oh my god like i need to fuck it yes (laughs) that's perfect yeah we have such low standards (laughs) for what we need out of a man but no i get it i I get it the white (laughs) t-shirt is he wears it well yeah, he, he really does. Um, he's been called, a, I, I think it was like a chinless Adonis or something. Oh a, weak, a weak chinned Adonis. Weak and I, I, I love that. I love him so much. Yeah. I've loved him since uh, Shameless. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love everyone on the show. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's such an awesome show. Um, so how important is it? Because your Instagram, you have um, what's called highlights. Those, those like little circles that are on an mm-hmm. Insta page. Your highlights feature a buttload of food, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. moments where you are, you're Carmi basically making stuff. So yeah. how important was that? Was that something that like Joanna Kahlo remembered about you that like, oh, she has that, um, we'll, we'll just say paprika spice. Yes. <laughs> she has that paprika spice and she likes to cook. I got to call this girl. I remember her. You know, I don't, I don't know. Joanna does follow me on Instagram. Okay. So I'm sure at some point she saw these highlights. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they were involved. So the highlights, it's so funny because someone recently asked me, like followed me or something Mm -hmm. after I did like a writer talk or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, so you're like a foodie. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess. I kind of think, um, that was my, a lot of people picked up something in the pandemic that they did to like not lose their minds. Okay. And making those cooking videos for a while was mine. Um, and you cook with so a lot of butter. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do use a lot of butter. And I like it creamy. I like it creamy. Good. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was just like how I like just kind of wasn't losing it, losing it, just like making sure I was actually eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a fun way to do that was to like make videos as I was cooking. Um, Did you have like someone hold the camera for you or? So a lot of those are me and my very close friend, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, she and I, we recently, I recently, we recently are not living together anymore, but okay. lived together for a long time. And so that was just kind of us being like, 
hey, we should probably eat. It's been like a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, let's like make this video of us like cooking. I think I'd gotten like the one of Chrissy Teigen's cookbooks. And so a lot oh, of cravings from hers. Yes. One of the great, I think it's cravings too. Wow. Uh, and craving, a lot of butter. Craving for more. Yeah. Butter. <laughs> um, and yeah, just having fun, like making the videos. And it's interesting. I actually stopped doing them around fall-ish of 2020 because it's getting sad again. Sorry, mm-hmm. Crater Lake, you know, yes, it has to be yes, happy and yes, sad. Yes. Um, but like after uh, kind of, you know, everything that came out of summer 2020 with uh, George Floyd's murder yeah. and like, I think I like started getting a lot of like texts, you know, and you get your texts from your white friends that are like, I'm sorry about racism. And it's like, okay, tell me more. What book um, should I read? Exactly. And it's like, I don't, go to your local library Uh, (laughs) but like all of those texts and then I started to realize like why am I doing these videos like just for like to enter like what am I getting out of these versus like how much entertainment am I like just freely giving to uh white people and Mm -hmm. I so existential crisis basically (laughs) yes I had an existential crisis over them um because they've kind of become like a task you know and like Uh, they look really fun but like at some point i'm like burning things and like dropping things um Mm -hmm. and so it's almost like dave chappelle with his show it's true i had i had a check in my hand and i chose to go (laughs) to africa yeah (laughs) is what i did yeah oh you literally did no, I didn't. No, oh. I, I didn't literally oh. do oh. that. Um, I, but I go to Africa. I mean, I stopped making cooking videos oh, okay. on Instagram. But so. But you just went to Africa similar. like on a, somebody else's Insta page. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. I found Africa on someone else's Insta page. Yeah, that, of, that's how I find know, Africa. Yes, that's how I can afford online. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that is the only way in which you can compare me to Dave Chappelle. End okay. Of, yes. End of comparison. Yes. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I yes, I was gonna say that I interviewed with him once, but um, and he put on my college shirt to make me feel oh. more comfortable. And, oh, interesting. Did he yeah. tell you that at the beginning or at um, the end? No, in the beginning, he he because uh, I said, oh, I went to Boston College, and and so he was like, oh, guess what? I just performed there, and then oh, he pulls nice. out the t-shirt. They gave me a t-shirt, and then he put it on, and um to make me feel more comfortable. And I was like, oh, okay, That's thank really you. Funny. Yes. I thought, I thought it was more of like a sociological experiment where he was wearing it the whole time. And then at the end, he was like, fun fact, I put this on to make you more comfortable. Oh, wow. I mean, there was definitely an experiment going coming, you know, like, you know, let's try this. Will mm-hmm. this make you feel comfortable? Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, it was it was he just put it on like at the beginning of our of our chat. And and then I didn't get the job. So it's like, um, should I have been more complimentary? I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. It might have been something with the shirt. I'm sure the yes. he, the shirt was like itchy, and he was like, ah, I can't do it. I can't. Do I can't it. do it. This girl's annoying. Shirt. She she makes yeah. my shirt itch. I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't fuck with her. Okay, going back to cooking. What's your mm. go-to recipe? Mm. Do you have one? My go-to recipe. Uh. I cook a lot of chicken. Nice. Easy. I like it's good. I like yeah, easy and good. Oh, you know what I actually make a lot? Zoodles. So like zucchini, Ooh. zucchini noodles. Ooh. Yeah. That always makes me feel good because I didn't eat a lot of vegetables that didn't come out of a can growing up. Same. I mean, that's not fair. I, I ate like a lot of potatoes and like onions, I guess. Yeah. But same. Besides that. Uh and so I love eating zucchini because it makes me feel very healthy so i love making like zoodles with like shrimp and lemon um, Ooh, yeah 
Do mm-hmm. you buy them pre like spiral like at the Whole Foods uh, how they have no. like, that big box of spiral zucchini or you spiral them yourself? I, I spiral it myself. I'm wow. very big on looking at like the unit price and it just doesn't sit well in my spirit that it's wow. so much more expensive to buy pre spiraled. Yeah. So I always spiral them myself. You uh, have a spiralizer? I do. Wow. So I had, again, Amanda. <laughs> when I lived with Amanda, she had one that was like a crank that you like kind of yeah. put on the table. Uh, but now I have one that's like a hand. You kind of just hold the zucchini in one hand and the spiralizer in the other hand. To wow. Do, do you spiralize mm-hmm. other uh, things like uh, uh, butternut squash? You know, I haven't tried it with anything else uh-huh. which is which i should now yeah. that you say that yeah because uh, there are different like sizes of the the blade so it could be good with something else I'll nice try that. i feel like zucchini is one of the highlights on your uh insta but i'm not sure yeah wow yeah, it definitely wow. is yeah it's up there go check it out <laughs> wow okay yeah check it out so um when what's it like when you're it seems like you're booked and busy but what's it like when you're like in between job what what stay in the life when you're not working on a show? Uh, it's interesting. I'm not great not working. I'm very lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sleep in. Or maybe you're tired because um, you're you know hard worker. Oh, okay. And maybe we you're putting re- a little too refocus. too much pressure on you on yourself. All right, all right, mom. Um, yeah. Which is what I call my therapist. Uh, yes. No, so yes, I am tired, and so I sleep in. Uh, I watch a lot of TV. I feel like I catch up on TV when mm-hmm. I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just like go through all the shows that I've missed that people have said are really good. Um, try to do a little bit of writing, but not really. It's mostly just kind of like jotting down ideas or like finishing things that I promised my managers I would send them. Mm-hmm. Um, do a lot of like kind of cleaning and just staying busy. Try exercise go to exercise to, yeah what's I've your go to uh i'm trying to get more into pilates nice so i've been doing like that pilates like off of youtube uh okay and so yeah that's what i've been doing lately uh-huh mm-hmm. so you, you don't go in the studio no so i'm still so just like so covid afraid yes of like kind are of you a covid places. virgin I am a COVID virgin. Wow. That's the way to put it. Yeah. yeah my my friend Alexis um, says that it's coming for the virgins. And it Ooh. came for me. I, I lost yeah. my COVID virginity at the beginning of August. What does Alexis know? Oh, my God. Yeah, she's um, like the coming. Yeah, I, I got the bivalent booster this past Sunday. Oh, wow. And, uh, oh, the new yeah. one. Yes, I got the ooh, new one. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. Mm-hmm. What's it like? It, you know, okay, so for me, I, what did I have? I think I had a pretty bad headache, like, uh-huh. the next day, and okay. I was just really, really tired, and, like, my body was very achy. Uh-huh. Um, my boyfriend, the night after we got it, he, like, had, like, all of the flu symptoms, like, really, really fast, like, at once, like, wow. had, like, intense, like, chills, even, and I was like, uh, are we gonna be okay? Uh, but then, <laughs> but then it was gone, and so I feel renewed, like, I, I feel like superhero now, but still wearing a mask outdoors yeah of course so maybe I'm still terrified but yeah I mean it's it's scary I feel now that I've lost my COVID virginity I do feel a little bit more bold more Mm -hmm. um more in in my in my in my skin like comfortable in my skin I go in the supermarket Mm -hmm. sometimes and you know I I forgot to ask for a spoon I just walk in with no mask and I'm like can I have a spoon please and you know my face out 
Um, whereas before I'd be like covering my shit up and, and whatever, yeah. but like you, you now I'm a, a little bit more more free with my face. A little, a little fast and loose. Yeah. Uh, that's great though. No, that's yes. good. I think that freedom is very healthy. And yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Um, so I want to play a really quick game for you bef- with you before I let you go. I wanted to do it at the top of the, the show because it has it has to do with cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's in honor of the bear, which is all about a restaurant and food and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, you have all those highlights with, with you cooking. So I wanted to play a game. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So it's called find the odd cooking technique or ingredient out. So find so so find the odd thing out basically. Okay. Um, okay. And um, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. They promise that this cooking test has only nine questions, mm-hmm. and they'll be seriously impressed if you get at least seven. Oh my god! So okay. and, <laughs> I'm about to fail this so hard. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to find out because, uh, you know, we were talking about spices. We were talking about butter. You know, mm-hmm. there might be some some things you might surprise yourself. And okay. so, um, I'm yes, I'm waiting for it to open because, uh, you know, Mercury in retrograde is going slowly. Mm-hmm. So find the odd one out. Bernays, Hollandaise, Bechamel or Duckles. Hmm. Haven't heard of the third one. So my guess is hollandaise? Wrong. It's duckles. Okay. So, I should have picked the one I haven't heard of. So yeah. So hollandaise, bechamel, and bernays are sauces. Duckles are finely chopped raw mushrooms that are usually used as a stuffing. Okay. So, okay. I definitely only heard three things. So I'm going to do better on the next one and yeah. hear all the choices. So find the odd one out. January King, Yukon Gold, Red Bliss, or Fingerling? Okay, so these are potatoes. Red Bliss or January King? January King sounds like it's referring to the insurrection, so I'm going to pick that one. Ooh. You're right. January King. So those are three types of, the other ones are three types of potatoes. January King is a type of cabbage. Nice. And it looks like a brain. Interesting. I don't know why it's a January King, but okay. Find the odd one out. Chiffonade, Rie, Batonet, or Julianne. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Brie because that one is a cheese and the others are ways to cut things. Yes. So Rui is, uh, so the other three are chopping methods. A Rui is a type, is a garlic and oil emulsion used as flavoring. Oh, interesting. So like a roux almost. Yes. Uh, but yeah, roux is like with flour. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, because you're from Louisiana, so you know about roux. That's true. I do. I do. So find the odd one out. Mushrooms, onions, carrots, celery. Mushrooms, onions, carrots, celery. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. Mushrooms? I don't know. See, I don't know either. Oh, like okay, you were out. right. You were right. I put mushrooms. Oh, good. Um, so the other three are mirepoix. So a mirepoix is a combination of diced onions, carrots, and celery that's used to add flavor and aroma, like to, uh, you know, Italian beef sandwich, um, yes. to stocks, sauces, soups, and other foods as well. Mushrooms are great, but usually not found in a standard mirepoix. So I guess if you've watched Top Chef, um, you've yes. heard of mirepoix. Um, find the odd one out. Swiss, French, German, Italian. Swiss, French, German, Italian, uh, Swiss? It's wrong. Oh, no. The other three are types of meringue. Oh. So I, I guess, um, I guess there's Swiss meringue, French, and Italian meringue. I had no idea. Find German the odd one out. Okay. Yes. Find the odd one out. Rigatoni. Farfalle, bucatini, or papilote, maybe. Papilote? What was the third one? Bucatini. Okay, one of those last two. Uh, let's say the third one is odd man out. No, it's the papilote. So the other three are types of pasta. Papalote is a parchment wrapping used oh. for cooking fish or meat. Wow. What if I got fired because of this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I They're know like these look, things. Yeah. They, they, we've listened to the hottest podcast, Yummy Coco Show. Yeah. You have um, talked all our business and yeah. you don't know anything about food. So Yeah. I'm getting called into the office yeah. on Monday. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Find the odd one out. Coulis, bird's eye, scotch bonnet, or serrano. Oh, okay. These are peppers. Serrano mm -hmm. and scotch bonnet are mm -hmm. peppers. Mm -hmm. What were the other two? Bird's eye or coulis. Bird's eye, pepper, coulis, pepper? Oh, bird's eye. Is not a pepper? No. Coulis. Uh, oh, my God. So uh, it's coulis that was the 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 odd person the odd thing out um mm -hmm. the other three are types of peppers a coulis is a mm -hmm. thick sauce usually made from one ingredient such as like a raspberry coulis wow. next question odd one out find the odd one out short crust choux bouillon or filo short crust choux bouillon or filo i'm gonna go bouillon You're right. Okay. So the other three are types of pastries. A bouillon yes. is a type of broth or stock or Haitian yes. soup. They call it bouillon. Um, anyway, oh, nice. uh, uh, find the odd one out. Olive oil, yeast, egg whites, baking soda. Olive oil, yeast. And this is the egg last whites. question. Baking soda. No pressure. Right. I am going to yeast baking soda and egg whites. I feel like you bake with those. Yeah. But maybe I've never baked with olive oil. But olive oil cake. Yeah. I'm still going to guess olive oil. Let's see. And you're right. Yes. 
The other three are leavening agents, which help mm. dough and batters rise. So you got a yes. five out of nine. You scored uh, 36%. Um, and, you know, we won't tell anybody. I won't tell, <laughs> I won't tell, tell the bosses. people. I won't tell the bosses, the bear bosses. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, if anything, it makes you more of a complex character. Like, oh, this is. That's this, true. Yeah. It's um, like uh, complex as in, why is she in this room? Is she helping? <laughs> Question mark. Uh, yeah. Do we really need paprika in this? In, mm-hmm. in, no, no, they need, they totally need it. They, they mm-hmm. need it. They, um, they would just uh, crater, crater. Dun, dun, dun. It all without comes it. back around. It all comes full circle. We did it. So, and, you know, again, with the quiz, you did okay. You're not a food expert. But you're not a novice either. You know, go try some new things, BuzzFeed is telling you, in the kitchen. And come back to destroy this quiz. Um, okay, if, I will. If you Thank want. You, I mean, live your life. <laughs> Amazing. Because yeah. this is me season, and this is what we've been talking about. That's true. And Is, yeah. is me season cooking in the kitchen? Maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. It might also just be watching television and ordering Postmates. But Yeah. yeah. And, that's, <laughs> and that's all good. So yeah. this has been amazing, Karen. What's making you happy these days? Oh, um, I've been playing a lot of beach volleyball lately. Oh, cool, like Top Gun. Yes, exactly like Top Gun. Um, but yeah, and, it, and that's been pretty good because I'm not good at it. And I'm learning, though, and I'm getting a little bit better. Every How are your time, wrists so. doing? They're okay, actually. It's not... My wrists are usually fine. It's more of, so because we're in the sand, my mm. ankles will get really tired from like kind of dealing with the sand. But yeah. Uh, and I also just don't like sand yeah. like, on everything. But yeah. Yeah. Because it comes home with you. It gets everywhere. It's everywhere. Our house is full of sand, but it's fine. Yeah. Do you ever, is there a moment where you're like, my house is full of sand? <laughs> well, I did. We did do like a full like, turn on a playlist mom kind of Saturday clean today Uh uh and my boyfriend like at some point was like hiding from me because I was like did you do this yet did you do this but uh, so yeah we got the sand out Uh yeah (laughs) to get the sand how do you get the sand out you just pray and sweep and vacuum forever okay I like a wet a wet paper towel oh yeah also that that also (laughs) works I guess yeah Uh, but don't don't knock praying. Don't yeah. Knock prayer. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it it helps. That helps a lot for everything mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not that type of show. But 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 pray <laughs> pray if you want. Yeah, if you're into that. If you're into that. Um, yeah. And and uh, yes. Okay. So this has been amazing. How can people find you? Do you want them to find you? What if I gave out my full address? Uh, oh, people can dox <laughs> yourself. That's people a first. Can find me at <laughs> um, my Instagram and Twitter are both the same thing. They're Karen spelled C K H A R Y N, which is what I give to Starbucks uh, baristas when they ask how to spell Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about it. I'm on Twitter so you don't allow them to, to spell it K-A-R-E-N? No, because it's just kind of like, 
you know that it's K-R-E-N or some version of that, but you see a black woman with that name and you're uncomfortable. And so let's just have fun. Like, why not? We're, you're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. So let's have some fun. It's like when somebody spells Megan with a Y. I realize that I, I spelled your name. I think I spelled your name in our chat with uh, the K-A-R-E-N. Okay, uh, the the wrong way, basically. The wrong way. That's yeah, spelled it the wrong way. Yeah, that that's silly. Yeah, I mean, and know, I and I apologize. It's, it's one of my alter egos. Is Karen spelled that way? Uh, but yeah. Yeah, the the that's, why that's the it. yeah, it just gives you like this like special power. That's true. The why, um, it's like that a a e i o u and sometimes why. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta throw a y in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I need to live by this this rule. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. how I can fit a Y in my name because I have mm. two E's, and it just was just do a silent one at the beginning. Yeah, and watch everyone be so confused. You Colette, what? Yeah, and then I'll be confused too because I have like two different names, and then I'm like, did I spell it with the Y today or or not? Um, but yeah, that's it's you know something to think about in 2023. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, everyone check out The Bear if you haven't. You're sure you have. And then you'll see uh, Karen Joseph Adcock's name uh, just plastered in all the hit shows. Yellow Jacket Season 2, which is also coming out soon. It's coming mm-hmm. out in, I think, late mm-hmm. fall. So it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be out in the world. And we're going to see your name. That's true. You are going to see that. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, because I'm obsessed with that show. And it's like, oh, my God. So this is so cool. Thank you so much. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to have a long name uh, because it goes all the way across the screen. Yes, that's great. I love it. Okay, Karen. So we'll see you next week. I'm Yomi Coco. Keep your lamplight trimmed and burning. Bye. Bye.